What's up, folks? It is John here for Gym Supplement Science. Now, I could go on about Gym for hours on end because I've literally taken these products myself for the better part of nine years. But I don't have hours on end, so I'm going to condense it down to about a minute or so. Now, simply put, Jim has the most transparent company on the market when it comes to supplements, okay? What I mean by that is what you see on the label is exactly what's in your product. It's not always like that when it comes to supplements, okay? And often it's not, so just trust me on that. But why have I taken them for nine years? Because they work, okay? They work. The pre-workout, the protein, the post-workout, the vitamins, they're all scientifically designed for a reason, okay? Check them out. You will not be sorry. JYMSUPPS.com. Use my name, John, at checkout to save yourself some money on it. And you can buy anything on the website and that code will save you some cash. Okay, so check it out. And I'll be sorry. Hit me up at ATLFalconFanCast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, let me know how you like it. Falcons fans, welcome in. It is episode 51 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, Atlanta Falcons fan cast. And it's episode number one of us being on the Variety Sports Network. And I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Mike Cottrell. What's going on, buddy? Out of my Falcon mind, man. Out of my Falcon mind, buddy. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm excited about this one, man. I'm just ready to go. Yeah, me too, man. So we got a, a special guest with us tonight. Uh, I guess you would call yourself right the host, right? You are the host of the new Millennial Falcon podcast, right? Uh, one of, one of the co-hosts. I, w- I won't take full host responsibility. But, okay, All but right. yeah, well, been 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 leading the host spot for for a little bit now. Yeah, fair. That's fair. All right. So anyway, we got Trayshawn with us. If y'all are familiar with uh, Falcons Twitter, um, T- Trayshawn, you can just go ahead and introduce and tell us a little about yourself before we get going. Yeah. Uh, so Trayshawn, um, you know, tags right there by the name uh been on falcons twitter you know uh been a part of the atv network working with the falcons atv group um been breaking down falcons you know super excited been a fan for a long time uh i'm i just want to say i'm with mike i'm out of my falcon mind right now i'm i'm excited to be here with with the boys so uh i know we're gonna have a good show and i know i know we're gonna have some fun oh yeah now we appreciate you joining us man really um and also, like I just mentioned, you know, like I said, our first uh, show on the Variety Sports Network, you guys can follow them on Twitter at Variety underscore um, Sports underscore. And, they, and if you've got, you know, if you're fans of other teams, they've got a ton of podcasts on the on their network. So you can go check out and find yourself, find yourself some like some probably some hidden gems in there for other teams you might want to follow. And I mean, it's every it's all around the world. They got I mean soccer, NHL. You name it, ML Major League Worldwide, baseball. buddy. I want to see kids in Africa that's out of their Falcon mind. I mean, starving, but out there Falcon mind. Hey, man, we got like, we, we, we had the Eastern European, dude, we had Eastern European locked down there for a little while. It was we crazy. We got Germany oh, ski. We got ski in Germany. There were a lot of UK worldwide. Falcons fans at the Rams game. I was just sad. I actually got to say, I was surprised. Really? A, lot of, a lot of UK people came out to LA for the game. Good. That's that's awesome, man. It. Yeah, because it was funny. When I, maybe 10 episodes in, we had noticed, we were looking at some analytics, and it was like, uh kazakhstan was like one of the <laughs> well, we were like who the hell is listening to kazakhstan but thank you <laughs> yeah like, i mean I love all, it. all the teams to pick yeah man so um 
anyway um so hold, hold on before yeah. we get started uh yeah. Moment of silence for Matt Ryan on my fantasy team. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I just want to personally apologize to you, Matt. I love you to death. It's just business, buddy. It's business, and Tua was available as a backup. It's just business. Oh, yeah. I love you to death. Dude, that's a, a rough start. Was it four yeah. picks and five fumbles so far? Yeah. Yes. I mean. Yeah. I mean, and uh, to be honest, he's getting dragged because it's all of us, like, say, man, I'm telling you, when he get a line, when he go to another team, then to go over there and kind of have the same result, but people don't understand he went to the Falcons in a different uniform. No receivers. But it shouldn't no be that way, though. Yeah. It should not be that yeah. way. Yeah. So yeah. I feel bad for him, but I'm sorry, Matt. It was just a, it was a business decision. It was gut wrenching, <laughs> and I but I had to do it, buddy. Tua was available, and he went off last week. Sorry, buddy. He did. And I then love they, you to death. And they got they got the Chiefs this week too, so it's not getting any easier. For yeah. Them, so no, it's not. Yeah, that might be that might be really ugly. I was actually Trayshawn, hold on, John. Before yeah. we start the book, Trayshawn got books behind him. What books are those? Because I just see it's red and black. Is is that the Falcons playbook behind you? <laughs> like, what is that? No, the Falcons playbook is much smaller than that. Shots fired in the first three minutes. I love it. <laughs> no, weird. so the 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 big red and black, that's berserk. The uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Mogwai. I have no idea. Yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a highly recommended. Uh, it's a great, fantastic, basically graphic novel. So okay, you know, if, you, if you like that, definitely recommend Berserk to anybody out there. And then that's Dune. That's the Dune series. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay. So um, again, I'd recommend Dune to anybody. Great, great book series. Do uh, you think they did a good job with the movie? Because they split the the first movie. I, I knew the first one would be kind of boring. I think a lot of people felt like it was boring. It's beautiful. Dude, I like it. They're doing it right because the book, the first half of the first book is <laughs> it's boring too. So mm. you know what? I feel like they're the second, the second movie, people are gonna be excited. That's all oh, yeah. I, that's, they got I mean that's it's it's all set got a lot to look forward to. So yeah, yeah it's all setting up storyline and where things mm -hmm. are gonna go. So you gotta do that. Um that's all that's a good call there, Mike. Um all right, so we got an email, guys, before we get into anything. Right. Uh, and you guys, anybody out there, um, if you're listening, you can email email us anything, atlfalconfedcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to read it out. Um, we had several last season. We had a few in the off season. So in this first one we've got this season, um, it says, hey, John and Mike, just wanted to write y'all a quick note. I found you guys kind of by, by chance last December. I was looking for Falcons podcast out of your Falcon mime. Just pulled me in. <laughs> uh, great name, by the way. How about you, Mike? There you go. Um, anyway, without getting into any detail, I'll just say that this has been a tough year for me, and it might sound silly, but being able to disconnect for a few times a week, listen to you guys talk about the Falcons and all the fun y'all have on the show has really helped me out. Uh, y'all keep doing what you're doing. As, as you say, John, much love, guys. And that's from Jason. Pretty damn cool, man. That's that was awesome, uh, that was extreme. I would like to say this, Jason, to you, buddy. Um, it does the same for me to do the podcast at times. Like everybody knows what happened with my dad and all that, so it has the same effect for me to be able to do it and just be on here and and to be silly with you guys. I appreciate it. I'm glad we can help you out. If if you like the nonsense, buddy, you keep it tuned in out of your fucking mind. I love it. Yeah, man, definitely, Jason. We definitely appreciate that, man. It's, uh, you know, that's not not an intended consequence that we uh, we thought we would get with the podcast, yeah. but it's a really good one. I'm glad that's yeah. I'm glad we can uh, provide that for you, man. Um, all right. Pro well, it really meant a lot. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. It really meant a lot to hear that. They Absolutely. Yeah, for a second. Yeah. And, and props to y'all. John, I was telling you before we started the show, me and a couple of the other guys have been talking that we really felt like 
you know, a new voice was needed and that, and that there was like some new blood that needed to be out there. And, you know, I think that just shows, you know, the impact you guys are having. And that's, that's awesome, man. That's really awesome to see. Much appreciated, man. We're going to get, we're going to grab up. some tissue we're for gonna... this episode, buddy. What is happening? <laughs> out of your falcon mind, the sentimental edition. I yeah. love it, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Nah, I truly appreciate it, Trey I really do. Yeah, man, definitely. Thanks, you, Trey. Um, all right, man. Now let's get into Trey. Let's get into your Falcons fandom, dude. So let's see. Now, number one, where are you from, and what age did you become a Falcons fan? Uh, originally, I guess I would say I'm from Dallas, Texas, um, and the the DVD era, man. That was that was it for me. That's when I got hooked. <laughs> Duck it, Vic. Done. That was it. It was over. Um, and you know, we've had some. <laughs> For me, you know, I felt like we started off at a high when you when you're a Falcons yep. fan, right? Then you know, we yeah. had like Vic, everything was rolling, man. The the sky was the limit, right? You know, the dirty birds were back. And uh, you know, then hasn't hasn't quite gone that way for us since then, but you know, been loyal, loyal to the squad since then. You know, it's paid off. We had some good years with Matt, you know, in the and uh we had we had a chance at a ring and everything like that. So, you know, uh for me, you know, that's, I'd say that's you know, probably like almost 20 years being a Falcons fan fan now. I'm trying to think. I'm not trying to date myself with the DVD era. No, well, you don't. That's I mean, but hold don't. on, Trey. I have to ask you. So you was so you became a Falcon fan when the Cowboys was kind of at least kind of good. How how much is the pressure to be a Dallas fan if you're in Dallas? Is it like everybody Dallas fan? You know what? Everybody is a Dallas fan or everybody hates Dallas fans. I can tell you this growing up in oh, Dallas. Wow. I can tell you this growing up. And so it was actually nice growing up in Dallas at that time, because really I lived through the drought, you know, as they like to call it okay. the, the 20 years, 20 years or something like that. They went without going to the playoffs. So, you know, in that time, the Falcons were, you know, actually going to the playoffs. You know, yeah. we, we had life, you know, it was, it mm -hmm. was, you know, it was great for me. So, you know, my dad is a huge Cowboys fan. Yeah. Okay. Huge. Cowboys. Yeah, man. My mom is. Yeah. And they're you you know what they're different, man. You know they're, yeah. they're it's a different, <laughs> they're different breed. You know they yeah. got the pedigree, and you know they they you know they they want you to know it. So mm -hmm. you know it was it was definitely tough at times. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, but um, I think people would be surprised how many anti Dallas Cowboys fans. Oh, that's pretty good in though. The city of Dallas. So. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on, Trey. I gotta. I have to ask you this. Now this is not to do with the Falcons. But if you have to pick your favorite, you got to see all the games locally. You have to mm. pick one Dallas Cowboy that you've enjoyed watching over the years. You pick who? Oh, well, if it's one I actually watched. Um, or, or just a Cowboy. I would say this. Just, just somebody you admire from Dallas. Okay, so a quick story. Okay. I, I don't know if you guys know who uh, Bob Hayes is. He's from the original America's team. Yeah. Uh, Olympic gold medalist and Super Bowl winner. That's actually my mom's godfather. So, Whoa, okay, yeah, and um, my grandfather was a dentist in the Dallas area growing up. Tony Dorsett was one of his best friends. Oh man, yeah, when I was a kid, when I was a baby, Emmett Smith held me in the grocery store. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> I got it. For all, for all, I gotta say, those, those are my three. I can't pick one, but I gotta say, those are my three guys right there. Okay. That, that's the reason why Bob Hayes, Tony Dorsett, and Emmett Smith. You can't go wrong with that. Mm -mm. No. I love it. 
Well, I mean, you know, and talk about dating yourselves. I mean, Mike and I started when we, you know, Dion, like that was, Dion. We're, Dion we're, that, it, we're that old. So, I mean, yeah. and then, but I mean, like we saw the Cowboys, like like that Cowboys line in the nineties, that was the first time an offensive line Mary was ever Allen, like, man. yeah, that was the um, first time an offensive line was like, man, look what they can do. Uh, Emmett would run and he wouldn't get touched till he was like six yards into the run. Like, I mean, yeah. it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. They were, yeah. Nate Newton and freaking, yeah, Ellery Allen and all those guys. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a hell of a hell of a team. Um, all right, so you chose Falcons basically. You said because of Vic and that that whole squad, basically yep. for the most part. Yeah, DVD. Um, I like that. I've never heard that. I man, you got to put that on a shirt or something. I enjoy that DVD. I never heard DVD, that. man. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it was who became or who is still your favorite Falcon then that you like Ooh. since you since you started being a fan, or do you have and one? Can Can you quantify? Even it? though the breakup was kind of nasty it's julio but you know what that's you and fleet <laughs> that's damn near everybody man yeah that's, you know yeah. that's what dave said too from Falcon. yeah cool. i'm actually gonna I'm, I'm i'm gonna julio is 1a roddy white's 1b i love it never heard that one before i love roddy white. it's between those two for me because i got to see because you know y'all remember when roddy first got here it was like he was a bust yeah oh yeah you know he he you know he had a bad case of the drops you know he, he wasn't able to get anything going um and i mean if if you know if he had gotten a qb like matt you know and didn't have to go through the whole vic era thing if he had gotten a qb like that at the beginning of his career you know he's definitely touching 10,000 plus all-time yardage, you know, putting up some serious numbers. So mm -hmm. Roddy for me was a guy and he reminds me of Drake nasty likes to yeah. finish. He'll block, do the dirty work. So I'll get Roddy Roddy white pipes. Probably. Yeah. Saw you, well, you saw he got, he's up for the hall of fame. I know. He, and he I didn't and think he would be so soon. Me either. I, I, I thought he might be, yeah, he thought he might be down the road. I mean like him and John Abraham as well. So yeah, the predator man. He's got to get in. Yeah. We got to we got to get John in. Yeah, yeah. That, that dude was a yeah. Every every time we think about it, that's like our last really dominant pass rusher that we mm -hmm. had. I mean, you knew he was getting you ten every year. You yeah. weren't worried about it. Yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, you could pin that in. You didn't need to pencil mm -hmm. then. Um, yeah. So uh, other than me, you know, like the uh, <laughs> yeah, I played. You know, I, I think I had twenty three sacks or twenty three and a half something of the sort. It's because you were so I had a bad knee. Yeah, it was because you're so it's small and fast. It didn't. Yeah, that's what it is. Kind of like square up the middle, and that was. Yeah, that. you know what I mean. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, and so and now, Trey, you were saying, man, you're you're in Portland now, right? You're in Oregon. So as I a, am, yeah. Not a whole lot. In, and how's the Falcons uh, contingent out there? Not too big, eh? <laughs> Dude, you're looking at it, man. <laughs> no, Damn. No, there's, there's no Falcons bars out there, eh? Nothing mm, going on. No, no, no. There's <laughs> now. I have to not. ask you, this, Trey. I, I've always wondered this. Is uh, Oregon, is that city, like, is it a downtown or do you ride around and you see farmland, how they try to, like, seam it on TV? Is it a city? Is it oh, it's a city. with bars? and? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's a city. Okay. I, I actually like or Man, y'all got the finest uh, girls track team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, man, Oregon, just Google Oregon. Eugene's a lot of track town, track town USA that do the Olympic uh, trials there. So that was a lot of, I uh, uh, gotten to see that before. Yeah, so. I, I think Steve Prefontaine was from there. I'm not sure. I think I believe so. That's a hell of a pool right there. Jesus. Yeah. Um, all right, man. So before we get into the Seahawks preview, uh, sorry, man, what general thoughts on, I guess you could say, Arthur Smith kind of so far in his tenure, 
um, what, what, you know, kind of just your general opinion, like, you know, Mike and I, when he, when he first got hired, we didn't really know, we knew what he did at Tennessee, but we kind of had like, kind of honestly zero expectations. Cause we didn't know, obviously first time head coach, right. The roster that we had, we really didn't know what was going to happen. Um, you know, he did, I thought a hell of a job with what we did have last year. Um, granted, you know, some bumps in the road that you would expect from a, a first time head coach, some kind of shaky decision-making we were hoping to see change this year or improve, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So what, 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 say you? Yeah. You know, for year one, I, I year one for me was always kind of a wash, mm -hmm. um, in, in terms of what, what that season would really mean. I didn't think that we'd get a real evaluation till right now. That being said, there were some things in year one that, you know, that were both encouraging and then not so encouraging. Um, I feel like we got to see little flashes of his offense and things like that. And, you know, maybe it was the QB play. Maybe it was just, you know, the weapons in general. I think we kind of forget, you know, the, the wide receiving group we had last year was injured and was already depleted. So mm -hmm. kind of, kind of tried to take it a little bit easier. Now going into this year, you wanted to see areas of improvement, like you had said in the, in the play calling and kind of overall with some of the decision-making and things like that. And I also want to say I was somebody that didn't mind Arthur Smith's uh, the way he presented himself to the media mm -hmm. at the beginning. You know, I, I think people kind of jumped the gun a little early when they were complaining about some of his shorter answers or how like, you know, he didn't respond well to some reporters and things like that. Um, but, but over time, as that's, as that's continued, some of it has just felt a little bit kind of like lashing out, you know, at this stage. And you, you can talk that way when you win, right? It's, a, it's a <laughs> way easier to talk like that when you win. And, you know, everybody always says they want a Belichick coach until they're losing and they have a Belichick coach. That's, you know, then, yeah, they, at that point, everybody thinks that guy's a jerk. Nobody thinks he's want to ask a cool yeah. guy anymore, or, you know, like a strict enforcer type. Now they're like, oh, well, he's just being, he's just being a jerk now. It's like, mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of how it goes both ways. So the play calling, the play calling against the Saints was fine. Um, I think when we got to the fourth quarter, it just kind of came down to mistakes, right? I don't think there was anything about the play calling itself I would say was terrible. I would say, you know, the quarterback fumbled the ball in field goal range and, you know, he fumbled the ball at another point in the game and you can't, you can't give the ball away. Um, and that, that opened the back door to really let them come in and, and finish that game off. Um, but the Rams game, um, I was at that game. I was at that game. Um, and it was, it was, it was really exciting to be there for that comeback, man. I got to tell y'all, uh, I know, down, I know you was going crazy. 28 to three. Everybody's now looking at the few Falcons fans that are in there. Everybody's cracking jokes, right? <laughs> After that, it was, I got to see what it looked like to be a Falcons fan for about six minutes. Fans were melting down. They couldn't handle it. So I just want to say, you know, every Falcons fan out there, we are built different. People couldn't, people couldn't we last. Rams fans couldn't last five minutes in shoes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but the first two and a half quarters of that game, really frustrating. Man, they didn't really understand on the offensive or defensive side of the ball what mm -hmm. the game plan was. It didn't look like they knew what the game plan was. Um, they did turn it on. They did, they did start to get things rolling and they saw the fight that I know everybody wants them to, to see for four quarters. 
Um, but still, you know, nonetheless, 28 to three ending up 27, 31, there's something there that's impressive, but you know, Kyle Pitts, I think that's the hot topic. How, how are we using Kyle Pitts? Like there's a lot of people that did a lot of good all 22 breakdown um, out there this week. And I think the fair criticism is that Kyle Pitts is not getting the ball in the red zone and he's not being schemed in the red zone. And that's, un- that's, you know, that's undeniable. The film reflects that the film has been showing that he's off the field for some reason, or Parker Hesse is the guy that has the play drawn up for him instead of Pitts and um, Mariota's missing him between the twenties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I'm not completely on Arthur's case in terms of how Kyle Pitts is being used, but I still am a little bit because he's got one touchdown in 19 games. That's the reality of it. Like we can try and look at this through a two game scope if we want, but if we're going to evaluate his utilization, well, I'm looking at all 19 games and I'm saying, how does he have one touchdown? And then Drake London has scored more points than Kyle Pitts. He got a touchdown and the two pointer. Drake London has more career points than Kyle Pitts at this stage through two games. Insane. So I'm going to quote Trey real quick. Okay. Um, Trey responded to somebody on, on Twitter that said, just be patient. The season just started. Look, let me tell you what Trey said. Uh, the man has one touchdown in 19 games. So let's stop uh, acting like this is a two game issue. <laughs> I love true, it, buddy. Cause it's, it's true. true. It's true. Yeah, man. When we, we talked about it last on our last show, I mean, it's like, and I'm kind of I mean, both with you as well, Trey. It's like, I'm not killing him for it. I mean, and we know he wanted to improve as a blocker. He's done that. Great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, like you said, being off the field in the red zone and remind me of Julio being like gone when DQ oh, was here. Man. And I'm yeah. thinking, I'm like, dude, I don't care if you're like, I don't care if you're even if you're hurting, you're still Julio. Like people have, if you're on the field, they have to account for you. Yep. So if Kyle's on the field, guess what? Same deal. Cause I mean, like he's that type of monster. So like, I don't, like I couldn't fathom like, wow. Yeah. Parker has he Kyle Pitts. I mean, mm, you know, so I mean, to me, yeah. I mean, you've got to find a way to scheme him into some of these things, man. Like you, you can't draft a guy for that with the playmaking ability that he has and pass block and like uses a decoy yeah. i mean and i mean I, I listened to what marcus said too and he mm-hmm. you know like I, he uh, they interviewed him yesterday his um press time and he was saying you know that the you know i'm sick of hearing this the ball will find him like uh that's that's all they keep saying the ball will Man, find you, him. you throw that ball yes you're you are in control of that ball yeah like, you gotta throw it to him yeah um so and like you know we talked about in the last show mike like i'm not sure that he's number one read sometimes, you know, where it's like, to me, if I'm like, you can see that he's not right. At least based on Mariota's progression through film, you can see that, you know, part, part of that is Marcus just, just doing one and done, you know, mm-hmm. where, you know, that's kind of the, you know, with Marcus, it's always been a little bit of the double edge of his game. He likes to scramble or he gets a little, a little nervous. So, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, and the other part of it too, I mean, yes, Drake is getting open because of it, or he is probably is benefiting from it, which is great. But yeah. again, they, they even ask him, you know, like, can you explain your connection with Drake? You know, how's it have, how's it happened so quickly, even with him not really playing much in the preseason. His, at all. Exactly. And, and his answer was that's all Drake. That's all him. He said, he's prog- so how is, so it's not. The, he's, he said that, yeah, he he said that's um, it's a testament to his, uh, his physical and mental and, development like so far this so, quickly and it's so 
I mean, wow. he basically, yeah, he basically just said like, I don't mean, we don't really have anything special. It's just, I mean, so dude, don't tell me that, you know, you can't do the same thing with Kyle. <laughs> Cause and, and I mean, and he doesn't, it's not like Kyle lines up in the tight end spot all the time. Like they move him around in the slot. He's outside. Why? I mean, like. I think he's just, been outside six plays. He's only mm-hmm. gotten one target. Right. So, I mean, um, he's not getting looks. He had three targets um, and last week. In the first two games, he has the same stats in both games. He has two receptions yards. Well, that is unacceptable. If I got in my car and I jump in the back seat and I say, man, like the car will, like, find its, like, way to, like, Starbucks, I, then I'm not getting coffee that day. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. stuck in the back of my car asleep. It don't work that way, jackass. Yeah. You got to find him and scheme him open. And we happen to be the only team. I said this on the last podcast, the only team that doesn't do that. When the other, when these other teams have a star player, they scheme around that player. They make sure that if a screen Look at Cooper Cup this off, week. Yeah, Cooper a reverse. Cup had double-digit targets, double-digit catch. Again, every week. It, man, yes, he should have it. It's same with uh, Antonio Brown. When he played with the Steelers, he was getting 10-plus a week. And it don't matter if it was a pitch, a screen pass. I'm getting you the ball because you can – because he's dynamic with the ball in his hand. Get him the ball and stop saying it'll find its way to him. Yeah. That, that's not how life works, buddy. I don't find my way to shit. I go get it. Yeah. And uh, Arthur said yesterday that Kyle's been targeted plenty, but it just hasn't been there for him. Yeah, not been targeted uh, plenty. That's yeah. what's those kind of statements are what's concerning. Yes. Right. If right. he feels this, like he's getting a fair and a fair amount of targets, that's you know. Well, and he went on, he went on kind of like he said, he didn't want to bore anybody with some of the analytics and stuff like that. But he said, basically certain coverages <laughs> may not like analytics, <laughs> right? He said, maybe he said, there's certain, there's certain coverages may appear. He's like, you may look, you may see it on film and say like, oh, well, he's, it looks like, he, you know, he's not double covered there. Well, you don't know. He might be, there might be this guy. Like he basically was saying like, not every coverage is going to seem what it appears. So, and, and that he's going to, you know, but he, he still felt like he said, I'm, I feel like he's going to break out and, he's, and we're going to win because of it. And he said, he's an unbelievable person and teammate. And, but he also ended it with a little quick sentence that I'll do a better job as well. Yeah. So I well, mean, like he needs to, the right. pressure is, is mounting on that. You have to do a better job now because everybody's noticing it and it's not anything you got to study. We have eyes. Yeah. Like he's not being targeted. I don't know what world you're in. I mean, if I said yeah. I'm like, come on, bro, I'm five six. I can't say I appear to be five six, but in reality, <laughs> if you got beside me, I'm six. Bro, you in in a he's in a different dimension. Yeah, I don't know if he have on the Oculus headset. I don't know what he's looking at because I can see the man is not being targeted. Plain and simple. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, that brings me to my next uh, question for you, Trey. So, obviously. Um, you know, Falcons fans are pretty much split. Like I did a poll last week on the quarterbacks and I oh, actually mm. not even split the, the poll I did. It was, it ended up like 76% said bring Ritter now. Yeah. Um, and like the, you know, it was like 15% stay with Marcus and like 6% didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, I already said on the show last week that as far as my confidence in Mariota, yeah, no, that's hundred percent gone. Like I just, I, I just, he's been in the league so long. He is what he is. I mean, I didn't expect him to have a Pro Bowl year type of thing. I mean, I expected him with the weapons we have and the improvement in the line is shown. I expected a little more just from, like, I guess we didn't want – I didn't expect him to lose his games. And that's yeah. kind of what he's done these first two games. So, yeah. so I mean, what, what, what say you on the quarterback uh, 
deal? Um, I'm going to be honest. I was really low on Mariota coming into the season. I did not so have, yeah, I didn't have any, I didn't have any faith or indication that he was going to get better. And if anything, I was kind of just under the impression that he was honestly brought here to get benched because this is the guy that benched him the first time around. So, you know, it, to see him, you know, I wanted him. Now that being said, like, you know, I wanted Marcus to, you know, to be able to do something. Yeah. Um, or at least like you said, not not be out there straight up losing us games. But um, you know, we, we were talking about it the other day. You want to see your rookie make the rookie mistakes, right? This is an eight-year vet out here oh. doing the kinds of things that I'm like, well, you know, Ritter fumbled at the goal. I well, rookie, he'll learn from it, you know shake it off, you know, let's, let's hope he doesn't keep doing that, you know, but with Mariota, it's like, you know, why am I watching this eight year vet do this (laughs) week in week out? Yeah. And not, not mean to cut you off too. He, uh, he said, like, I think in the post game or maybe the next day, game um, dude, he taught, he said, uh, he basically said, he was like, yeah, I've got to be a better communicator. I've got to communicate better. Like that's what a rookie says. Yeah. Like you're dude, you're eight, nine years in, like Mm -hmm. that's the, that's the basis of your job like is to make sure everybody else know what the hell's going on yeah. like yeah. rule number one you know for the quarterback so i mean yeah and like you said man i was i wasn't super excited I, the only thing that i was that i thought was okay i mean he's familiar with smith's offense that's good I and mean, we're probably going to draft him a quarterback that's probably going to be mobile he can help he can help him out because the one thing that mike always said like he wanted matt to be here when we drafted a quarterback so he could you know whatever you tutelage you could get from him you know mm-hmm. would be great i think um, the mental prep that matt would have, matt would have given a rookie is probably far better than what Mariota is able to give to one of our rookies to be honest yeah, yeah i agree and, and i thought the only the only silver lining i guess in Mariota's was that and then we talked about this on the show a little bit before that he's been like matt never really had like any downs like matt's career was pretty much from the start 11 and 5 and i mean it was he was never, I mean, you could, well, I don't even, I'm not going to debate that, but like folks will say he was an issue, but anyway, he had yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. You know, you know where I'm going <laughs> with that. So anyway, he never had like, he was never benched. He was never, you right. know, not starting for a year, you know, so Mariota has been through the highs kind of sort of, you know, kind of high. Yeah. First pick. Yeah, first pick right. And all that right. Stuff, yeah. And, um, and definitely the low. So like if anything, he could help Mary, I mean, help Ritter prepare just mentally for some of that stuff to, Hey, you know, this is what you're going to expect that type of thing. But if all the quarterbacks we could have drafted, I think, I mean, mentally speaking, dude, that Ritter's just about as ready as, and I, I didn't now seeing that at Cincinnati is one thing, but seeing what he, how he, how he performed in the preseason, I granted, I know it's twos and threes, but like seeing that, that was that was impressive, man. Yeah, you know the dog hates Mariota. See what I'm saying? The it's dog like this, hates Marcus. This is Mariota the second week in a row that we Yeah. Um. Hey. Okay. Have you ever been to uh, man McDonald's and you went and got like some uh, some nuggets and they didn't stick the sauce in it and you just had to eat the plain nuggets? Oh. Again, I'm gonna do this every show until he get benched. I'm gonna compare him to a bland food item because that's what he is. He does the minimum. And, and the same with John said, I don't expect Flash. I didn't expect him to be all, but don't lose us the game. I expect that from you as a vet, that you don't do, that you can handle a snap. So I don't want to hit it. And then uh, I'm really big on how you speak after the game. The stupid shit that you just said he said, I didn't hear him say, but that's, <laughs> I'm infuriated over here. 
that you said he said, oh, it'll find him. Bro, that is frustrating <laughs> to hear your quarterback say the ball will find him. I want to hear my quarterback say, oh, we will get him the ball. I'm going to make sure of it. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to hear from you when you got Kyle Pitts. I don't want to hear this, oh, it's going to magically. No, it yeah. won't magically find him. You have to intentionally find him. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of the dude. And Ritter, again, um, I don't expect a, a guy that's his first time in the NFL to be more poised than a veteran. Mm -hmm. He seems more calm than you. Again, man, he was overwhelmed. He seemed overwhelmed by the I know. See, Trey was dead, so I, I know he heard that noise. It was loud as shit in there, wasn't it? It was actually pretty loud. I was surprised. Yeah, see what I'm saying? So I, he just seemed like he was panicking. I don't like that from my starting quarterback. Yeah, and this week's going to be even louder, like way louder. Yes, it'll be even louder. Yep. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. So, and, and I'm, I'm all like, I understand not starting Ritter this week just for that very reason. Like you don't necessarily want to throw a rookie into maybe the most loud, Hostile. crazy atmosphere in the NFL. So I, I get that, you know, with Mariota, I think, and we'll get into it later. I think we should beat the Seahawks with Mariota regardless, but like I said, you never, you know, you can't, you know how the Falcons are, but um, I mean, and another thing Arthur has been preaching a lot, and I've seen, read everything as situational football. We got to be better at situational football. And it seems like the situations that we have to have, we like, we don't perform. <laughs> that, that's when we screw up. Like, that's when we lose it. Yeah. Like, like the, hang on, that, that, the fourth down call last week, like when we go for it in the second quarter. Yep. Like, situational football. Okay. Yep. You're going to run up the gut into the teeth of that. I guess the Rams on fourth and two. Like, I don't, like, what? I mean, there's and I, I, we 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 covered it last week, but like that type of stuff, you know, like come on, man, like there's got to be a play call that's in that book of yours that's amazing that we can get two yards. Like you have to throw it on that down, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see running at that front on fourth and two. Trey, what do you think about that call? Um, yeah, you know, it's, weren't we in the gun? Or, yes. Yeah, yes. that's that. When I saw that, I almost knew we were going to run because. I don't know if I, I have this just impression that Arthur Smith just outthinks himself. We like said he just over overcomplicates things. And it's like, you've got CP. Um, we need to put out, I think, a missing person report for Keith Smith. I'm not sure where this man is, but I know he <laughs> takes up a roster spot. Yeah. Um, you know, what why why do you have a fullback? One, if you're gonna make Parker Hesse be a fullback. Um you know, I don't really understand that. So line it up and run it. If you're going to run it, but yeah. if not pass, don't, 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 don't outthink things like that. Yeah. That's what made it most frustrating to me is that it's obvious this guy's in his own head. Yeah. Like, you know, we said on the last show, we said, man, dude, you don't have to be the smartest guy in the room, man. You've got all these playmakers in offense, stick them all on the field and yeah. see what happens, man. Like, I Do mean, it works. Yeah. Dude, because I'm going to tell you what it is again. Um, I think that you think that I think that you think and that I'm thinking, and then you yeah. do something dumb. But here's what I had to, here's what I want to speak to y'all about because you all agree on this. I've seen it from Trey and I've seen it from John. Uh, two things that really frustrate the both of you guys that really pisses both of y'all off is uh, the prevent and the soft zone. So I just wanted to bring that up to <laughs> see you all be triggered like together with that soft zone and prevent i'll be quiet please go you know i, I looked at the look the at that look yeah, how long this, it took him to say something i told you the i was a trigger warning i knew what i was doing go ahead 
So we went back and we looked at the film, right? And I think every Falcons reporter out there was like, they didn't actually go soft zone. They didn't mm-hmm. actually go soft zone. They did run soft zone on a couple of plays. They didn't not go. They just didn't run it on every play. Right. And when did they run it? They ran it on the very first play that Jameis ripped it down the field that started the drive. That was soft zone. You, mm-hmm. can, you can go back and look at that one. Almost the an entire issue, drive was. Yeah. The bigger issue was they started feeling themselves and they put in Quentin Bell. They put in, um, they, you know, I can't even, some of these guys got deactivated after this game. I don't even remember who, who everybody was that was subbed out there. But the point is they also sent out a package that, you know, had no business being out there for a whole drive. Saints caught on to that. What do they do? They keep them in hurry up. Now you can't sub anybody off. He got out coached on that yeah. first drive mm-hmm. and they got, they knew that we were going to come out and they knew we thought that we were just going to be able to wrap this game up in a nice little bow. We didn't have to worry about it at all. Pete Carmichael has been like, I've played you guys way too many times to know exactly what's about to happen. Goes out there, steals a touchdown. Um, after that, you know, they, they got out of the soft zone a bit, but it was just too late. You know, yeah. you could see the, the walls were crashing in and they, they were, they, they couldn't believe what was happening. And, and, and yeah, that, that's all I have to say about the soft zone. John? No, yeah, this, he said it all. And, and, and when, and two after that drive too, uh, Trey, they kept in some of those backups on the D line. Yeah, they still yeah. kept them in. Yep. They asked, so like, you know, they, they thought they were going to, yeah, but like, we're still going to get this. I don't know. Yeah. Like, who are you to think that? Like, exactly like what have you done that you thought you yeah. this is gonna we're gonna wrap this one up right here i mean they were feeling those press conferences before yeah, the season was. started that's what was happening they were in that game they were beating down a team that everybody said that they had no chance of winning they started feeling really really good and they started coaching like it and they lost yeah yeah i mean and that aggressiveness that we saw in those three three quarters that was great i mean i haven't seen that from that defense mm-hmm. in a long time nope. um and, you know but you just like you know, we said earlier in the show you had a you got to sustain that for four quarters and not mm-hmm. take out your big, your main guys. Um, I mean, and then, I mean, yeah, I don't, some, we talked about some of the positioning, like I've seen a Richie being 25, 30 yards off the ball mm-hmm. blows my mind because he, you can't, he can't affect the play there. That's, I mean, anybody can see that from the, I mean, the quarterback's looking, okay, cool. Like the, 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 the pass where thankfully Darren Hall calls the fumble on, yeah. you know, Great uh, great play uh same thing he was 30 yards off the ball and like where's that pass caught right where he could should have probably been if he was playing in a normal safety position he could have affected the play and i don't know like i said last week i don't know that maybe there's a reason i'm sure there is i'm not dean pease i'm not you know the smartest guy in the room either so maybe there's a reason he's there i just can't figure it out looking at it on the screen because it looks insane to me that he's that far away from the actual play (laughs) so Mm -hmm. and especially on a third and four too we're not going we're not stretching the field here on third and four they're trying to move the change and run right so i mean just you know the simple things like that but uh yeah so um, yeah hold on one i'd like to bring up one thing this week's defense uh we saw a familiar face that made its way back onto the field that i don't think anybody was hoping to see oh god you're gonna say uh, eric harris aren't you eric harris <laughs> yeah. taking may taking a lot of snaps um apparently yeah. this was said by Pease today that um, he wanted to use more complicated coverages versus the Rams. So that's why he put Eric Harris in. Uh, I don't think that Eric Harris out. for your more complicated coverages. I was getting very safe. Yeah. I was at the game. Mm. I, I can tell you this for a fact. Nobody was looking at the sideline more for clarification than Eric Harris. So they must have been some complicated coverages because he looked confused. 
Mm. I, I don't mm. know. Let's just hope that Eric Harris is not seen as much as, as this week against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that. I mean, I was like, is he lined up at Nickelback? Why is he out there? <laughs> like, and, like, and Nickel made it made no sense. You've no. got Hall, you've got Alfred. Why do you know you got all these promising guys that we saw throughout the preseason? Let them be the ones to make the mistakes. This this kind of goes back to the whole Marcus thing where it's, you know, let I get we want to have some solid veterans on the team and things like that, but you gotta let these young guys go out there and, and just let it rip, man. If they mm-hmm. mess up, they mess up. But that's mm-hmm. what that's what rookies do. You're watching a vet do the same thing. Yeah. It's frustrating if it's a vet. No, yeah. yeah. Eric Harris is on this team, I thought, in case of a like a catastrophic injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's what I was hoping. Like I I I didn't that that confused the hell out of me. So yeah, I agree with that, Trey. Um, so going into the Seahawks game, um, Arthur was talking about, well, I mean, I, I, they, they kind of talked to him about Gino and everything, what they, what they expected. And through two games, Gino has 81% completion percentage, 392 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Now, majority of those passes have been short passes or hasn't been really stretching the field or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's, he, he, they beat the Broncos in the first game, 17, 16. I don't know if that was just, Russell and the new environment back home and you know that whole th- I don't know is I watched that entire game and I mean Broncos the Broncos looking a little rough themselves Broncos didn't look exactly did good against you know, this last week either no I agree and uh you know they came back to earth last week uh, the 49ers put it on them pretty good 27 to 7 they got up early in the game and you know they pressured Mariota I mean Mariota they pressured Gino really well and I mean he couldn't he really couldn't do much of anything. They, they couldn't get the run game going, which uh, Pete Carroll even said in his press conferences that they've got to get more consistent with the run game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so with with that being said, I mean, what do you think was what? What about that team? Actually, is anything scary about the Seahawks, or is it? This is we need don't need to like kill ourselves in this game. Man, I um, we said this yesterday on the on the A2B Falcons podcast. So I'm going to stay consistent with it, but the Seahawks are a lot like us. You know, if there's one other team in the league that I think I'm like, yeah, man, the roster ain't too great. You know, <laughs> they got a couple of nice pieces. You know, they got a, guys. Yeah. yeah. They got a DK Metcalf. Okay. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, they got a, a Charles cross. All right. That's a really promising left tackle, you know, rookie Andrew, uh, yeah. Thomas on the other side or another yeah. prom- promising rookie. So, uh, but overall, yeah, yeah. Gino, Gino looks a lot like Marcus's look, in my opinion. Like, yeah. that's the same guy. You know, that's that's who we all thought that guy was. Yep. Um, you know, Marcus could easily be one and one. Um, but, you know, ha- what happened, happened. So I th- I think uh, I'm not too worried. I think it's kind of like you said, we don't need to beat ourselves. But at the same time, I, I think it's going to be a closer game. You know, I, I don't think these teams are really too, too different, to be honest with you. Yeah. What worries you, Mike? Um, I'm not worried about the Seahawks. If we have a close game with Seattle, it'll change my mind on the Falcons. Um, their their offensive line is garbage. Um, that's why they can't run or throw. Um, so last week they was two for seven on third down. They had ten penalties and three turnovers. If we if we struggle with them, it it really says more about us than it does with them. But I will say this, the only thing that scares me, if they had to pick one thing, is the crowd noise, because I just saw what it did to our team. I just saw, like, it scrambled our brains. It was like, um, it just was 
it was weird to see like a veteran that can handle that. So I'm, I don't expect him to do any of better than he, it's going to be louder. So I don't expect him to be better. I don't, I expect him to target pits a slight more because of the pressure that's on him. But that's the only thing that scared me about them is the crowd noise. Cause they can't throw the ball. They have Geno Smith at quarterback. I don't like, come on, man. It's Geno Smith. Like it's Marcus Mariota. Like, you do, recall, you do recall Gino beat us with the Jets here at the at the Dome, right? I do remember. But I'm going to tell you, like, I'm still pissed about uh, – Hey, so did Marcus, you know. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But the worst one was when – hey, hey, who's the dude, John, I was uh, for, like, was it Carolina, who just no. beat us? Well, Sam Donald, you hated him. but Sam Donald. Uh, when oh. Sam Donald beat us, I like, I almost jumped off the balcony. Like, come on, man, that's too far. It was um, but, for me. But there, Tim, Tim Boyle, Detroit. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's not even not even the squad yeah. anymore. Didn't we lose to Dolphins? Jay Cutler. Yes, that was oh, God, that was yeah. awful. God, it's, what it's, kind of freaking road are we going down? We gotta oh, stop man. this right now. Okay, okay. yeah, sorry, sorry. Let's... All right, but I'm gonna yeah. tell you, it it is the crowd noise. I saw how that really bothered it. I mean, it was on the offensive line who couldn't hear, like yeah. the quarterback couldn't hear. So I don't expect them to perform better. That's the only thing about this team that's good. <laughs> yeah, I gotta agree. I mean, the crowd okay. noise. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mariota being able to process the, the procedural penalties we have in the red zone have got to stop. Ridiculous. Like those are killing. I mean, they've killed us last week. I mean, that, we got to stop doing that shit. Um, so yeah, nothing. Nobody. I mean, Metcalf on AJ. We'll get to that in a little bit. I'm sure AJ will be on Metcalf the majority of the game. Um, big size differential there between those two guys. Um, but I mean, you know, AJ's used to covering all sizes mm-hmm. and shapes and the number ones for a lot of teams. I mean, you know, so, I mean, he's got a lot of flack to these first two games. I thought the saints game, he kind of did as about as well as he could have done in those yeah. few plays he gave up. I thought Thomas had great positioning and James put where it had, put it where it had to be, you know, we, where he got beat by Allen Robinson. I mean, that was just, yeah, he probably wanted that one back. He just got beat off the line. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll get into more AJ in a little bit. Um, but a few, a few numbers on the Seahawks and this is why, I think a lot of people are high on the Falcons there. I know it's two games, but they're 29th in scoring. They have a hard time scoring. 31st in yards per game. Uh, they're 24th in opponent's yards per play. So they're actually allowing their opponents to move the ball pretty – I mean, I think it was like four and a half, five yards a, a, a play, which, you know, you're doing that, you're going to have a lot of success. This is even with – I think even the Broncos had 400 and some odd yards. They just couldn't score. They couldn't put it mm-hmm. in the end zone for some reason, and Russ couldn't do his thing. Um, they're 29th in row. We already talked about the rushing game. They're 29th in rushing per game, um, 27th in passing yards. They're 24th in penalties, uh, 24th in, a, in opponents converting their third down conversions. So they're giving up a lot of third down conversions. So are we. So something's got to, you know, we figured that shit out this game. But um, so I think that's why a lot of folks are, I mean, I think I saw, I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was like eight dudes picked the Falcons and one guy picked the Seahawks for the predictions. And um, so, I mean, there's that, but I mean, overall, I, I don't, I'm kind of with you, Trey. Like I, I, I think we should, we should beat them. I think just based on what we have compared to what they have, I think it should, we will probably, I, I would, the only reason I think we probably won't score like 30 is because of the crowd and just mm-hmm. it being Seattle and being different. Now, if we do, awesome but I, I think it's going to be more of a lower a tighter game probably in the 20s yeah, for me at least but mike what do you think man 
I think we beat the shit out of them. I, I you know, know you did. I know you do. I you know what that. I'm saying. I, I think we going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, and Mariota's the MVP. I, I don't know. Um, no, I'm saying we beat the shit out of them. I mean, it's the Seahawks. Again, I don't – I think we have a, a great team. Uh, I want to say – I'm okay. I think we have a good team um, that is still I, – I don't really – I can't put a lot of weight on the first two, three weeks of the season because a lot of people don't play in preseason or they play sporadically or it's still preseason. Um, you got to get your feet under you. You got to get the shape and you got to have your win. You got to start to know the playbook so you can play um, unconsciously. I expect that to get better. I love what my uh, Michael Walker and him are doing on defense. Um, on offense, I actually... I'm not going to get on offense. I think that the offensive line has improved. Um, and I think if you can incorporate pits with CP and Drake, I see that as being a problem for anybody. And I mean, anybody, um, I just hope they work on, I think the game with the noise will help them because they going, it's two back-to-back games with noise. I hope they get those signals called and they can, it'll be a more streamlined process. I don't expect it to be close. I expect, I don't. I don't want to say the score yet, but I don't expect yeah. it to be close. Okay. Yeah, and one thing we can we have, we haven't mentioned yet, but Seattle has two young corners as well, who's got yeah. some penalties. They're they've been really handsy with uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> with their receivers these first two games. And uh, Pete P. Carroll even mentioned it in his press conference. He said they've got a. The, the, he thought the calls were kind of ticky tack, but he's like, they're he's of course he's gonna say that, but he's like, you know, he's they're, they're covering tight. But they're um they're a little bit too tight. I mean they're you know they're getting penalties called. So that's something we got to watch out for. Bigger guys like Drake, and you know we haven't seen much of Brian Edwards, but you know with our receivers and everything. I mean that's something that's going to come up. And then like you know I think Trey, you mentioned their offensive tackles. Yeah, I mean Charles Cross could be a hell of a left tackle before it's all said and done. He was great at college. You know I mean they they but overall I mean it's a you know the offensive line's not great. So I mean it's. But there's there's definitely matchups we should win, you know, if we if we mm-hmm. if we have some good play calling and good decision making. But you know, that's that's the crux of it. Yeah. yeah. We show up the mistakes like the snap fumbling and shit. I think we we will win games because we could be one and one. And I think we almost we could be two and oh. You never know if that could be two and oh. If you hit Brian in the numbers instead of a jump ball, he ain't Calvin Johnson. If you hit him in the numbers, I think we're two and zero. Or throw it somewhere else. Yeah, or throw it somewhere else. Um, I wouldn't. This is no diss to you, Brian. I love you. I don't put the game in your hands, buddy. And that's no slight to you. I just don't. You got Drake for a reason, and you got Kyle for a reason. Uh, you, when the game is on the line, I'm throwing to one of my best players. I'm not going to Brian Edwards again. That's no diss to Brian Edwards. I love him. Well, I mean that that play kind of um... panic. Yeah, Panic. well, it, it, it's yeah, every it's everything a, yeah. we talked about all in one play, and yeah. I mean, it was he he didn't have to get all thirteen yards in one play. We knew we were in four down territory. Didn't even look to the right to didn't the flat where, where where Oz was was open. I mean, you yep. could have got him for an out, and he could have he may not have gotten the first to fight down. another down. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you're going to have a lot shorter fourth, you know. And I mean, and you didn't need to. I mean, like you said, throw it up to Brian Edwards with three guys around him, especially one of them being Jalen Ramsey. I mean, and just that that was marcus and everything just all that, that, that was it and that's you know like i said after the game i mean i hope he proves me wrong i hope he goes out just kills it this week kills it next week you know and when we keep winning i mean but i just don't have a ton of faith in it i mean that's just yeah, he won't. You know. <laughs> i mean yeah so we'll see but um 
anything else on the Seahawks guys that any matchups, anything like that, and that uh, worries you or anything? Um, no, I wouldn't say worries me, but uh, you know, definitely uh, interested to see how our own rookie edges do against these rookie tackles. So you yeah, know, Seahawks are starting uh, two rookie tackles, and uh, you know, we got D'Angelo Malone, and AK's already got one sack so far. He had some he had some pressures in the Rams game as well. So you know, just want to see him keep growing there, and and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, I think you already mentioned it earlier, John, but hopefully AJ can can you know. Have a have a pretty solid game against DK as well because uh, eyes are starting to be looked at AJ a little bit more harshly now. Mm-hmm. So you know it's, it's and, and you got to watch Tyler Lockett too. He's no joke. Mm-hmm. Yep. he's no slouch. Yeah, Casey's uh, yeah. Trey, so I got a question for you, buddy. You have to pick one of these, okay? We have a quarterback issue. Do you you have to pick from these five quarterbacks, okay? You got Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton, RG3, or Sam Donald? Who are you starting as a like, You have to pick. Today, oh, like, I got to pull RG3 out of the booth? Yeah, you have to pull oh, RG3 out of the booth. God. He's he's scratching his head, ladies well, and gentlemen. I guess I'll say Marcus. I'll just stay with Marcus at that point. Oh, just no. Because he's a nice guy. I couldn't put up with Baker Mayfield, man. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. John? Guy. Yeah. Those five, John. Yeah, number one, I can't stand Cam Newton. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Baker, no. Uh, Sam, don't know, hell no. Um, and what was that? What was the other one you said? RG three. Oh, dude, yeah. Pre knee being destroyed. Sure, I'll take him. But I mean, like, maybe so you sticking know. with Marcus too? Yeah, I mean, from those, yeah. Yeah, from those, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. shit. I might take like it's a. The- I might take Tori. I might take Troy Anderson at this yeah. point over yeah. some of those guys. Hey, he can play quarterback. Yeah, you know what? I yeah, or Bernie. Yeah, put Bernie. <laughs> yeah, see Bernie. There. Yeah, yeah. Where's he been? By the way, I, wanna, I mean, I know you know he he, but... he got on the field last game. He had two two reps on offense. So you know he he was throwing he was throwing blocks. You know hasn't hasn't got to run a route yet. Yeah, would not be surprised that you know if at some point we do see Ritter this season that we start to see some Bernie because we already know those two have a connection. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was that was, that was that's what got him on the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's honestly. Yeah. I, one more Trey, one more. Um, you've been a Falcon fan for a long time now, buddy. Okay. Now you can pick one Falcon player. Okay, you get to pick one of these one Falcon player from Falcons past to play this year on this roster to help this team. You only get them for one year, and you get them at the peak of their talents. Who are you going to get to help us out? Oh, I get to pick? Yeah, you get to oh. pick. One player, and it's at the peak of his talent. Yeah, man, give for me one... Mike Vick. We're winning it all. Mike Vick! I love it. Yeah. Okay. Give me Mike you know Vick. what? He's the first one to say Mike Vick. Yep. Man, with yeah. this team, with this team, yeah. Mike, you know, Mike, Mike you know, everybody gives him flack for reading the playbook. This would be a really easy playbook to read, so I'm not worried about that. Oh, yep. And then on top of that, Mike never had Drake London, Kyle Pitts, or True. CP. You give Mike, you give Mike C- Kyle Pitts, he's getting the ball, man. Like you don't have to worry about it. So I, I love it. Good yeah. answer. He's the first one to say Mike Vick. Yeah, but do you think about it? I mean, he's right. Well, this, I mean, my yeah, God, this squad, like easy I, playbook too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and you, I mean, you, I mean, you've got to be encouraged with the offensive line at least so far this year i mean i'm not going to 
I mean, two the, sacks in two games, right? I think that's it. None yeah, in the first game, right? None. And then I mean, I mean the, you're going against the Rams too. The I mean, Rams, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you looked at PFF, like we talked about on the last show, which you know that's hit or miss the way yeah. they judge the way they judge shit. But I mean, like Dalman and uh, Wilkinson and then uh, I think McGarry were terrible as far as the PFF grades. But I mean, yeah, you, you kind of have to. I mean, for me, it's kind of like you I mean, okay, there's Aaron Donald. I mean, there's there's yeah, there were some mistakes made clearly. I mean, like there was. The blown uh, protection when dude came through for the sack, that was, you know, that yeah. was clearly not good. But, I mean, like, in the, they're going to make mistakes still. They're going to be perfect. But, I mean, compared to last year, holy hell, man. It's they like, improved, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, light years better. I mean, when, you know, I don't know, I don't know if, uh, if you heard the episode, uh, Trey, with, with uh, Dave from Talkaholic, but he's, he's convinced that uh, Mayfield will find his way back to the team yeah. at some point. <laughs> really? <laughs> he thinks that oh, they're just – <laughs> Oh, he, said, he said he said he he said he believed like they see something in him to have, i mean to have not have you know like there's gotta Arrogance. be something there that's I what they see they see eric they see pride that's what I told they him, see. man i told him on a few shows ago like the reason he got a low back pain is because uh, that way he's blocking it's just not <laughs> correct <laughs> when he comes out of his stance and goes backwards and so all of a sudden he's got a lot of stress on his low back yeah yeah he, he can't do it so yeah but uh yeah so anyway to kind of wrap up the seahawks game um it's at four o'clock on or four fifteen, whatever it is so well 425 yeah for us yeah. it'll be 125 regular. for me yeah i'm gonna so be I, at the game too i'm going to so back to awesome. back yes yeah oh yeah, right? oh, yeah. So and uh, i will either be here watching or i'll be at a baseball field and i don't know which okay. yet right. um sunday morning we got a so liam's first tournament sunday morning at uh eight freaking 30 so we got to be at the Ooh. field at 7.30, yeah. And then we play again at 12.30. And uh, okay. so if we win those two games or we have good, like, you know, uh, good results in those two games, then we're going to end up in the championship game, which will be at, like, five. So I won't be on social media at all if that's the case. Like, I'll have to – I'll record yeah. the game. I won't text anybody. Yeah, shut everything out. I shut everything Leo, out. Buddy. Leo, buddy. I, I come home and then I watch it and then I'll, you know, so Mike, if you want to text during the game, feel free or not text, but tweet. Live yeah. tweet. Yeah. You can go crazy with it. Cause I, I typically do that, but uh, yeah, I won't be doing it on Sunday if we're at the baseball field. So, I mean, that's uh, we, we hope we're there. Cause I hope they did good enough to be there, but you know, and I could watch it on my phone, but I'm not going to be that kind of guy. No, I don't I do just, that. Yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. That's just not right. Um, hmm? No, that's okay. All right. So, yeah, so we'll get to the score prediction. We got Liam here. And like I said earlier in the show, uh, you won last week, of course. Uh, you yeah. almost predicted the score. Um, he predicted 37-27, and it was 31-27. So. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. That's no, insane. I don't. There's no rhyme or reason to it. But uh, anyway, so, uh, Trey, you're the guest, buddy. Why don't you start us off? Oh, man. All right. Uh, last night I went with 24-21. So, again, I'll keep it consistent. I'm going 24-21. Falcons. Like it, Mike? 21-3. What the? Ooh. 21. I'm telling you, I believe it's the C. It's Geno Smith, man. I can't. I, I know we got Mariota, but Geno Smith without a line, I'm not. I have. How can you? You have no running game. You have no line. And you, you have Geno Smith. It's like, no, I'm no. I have no three. I think you get a field goal. One. Fair enough. All right. What you got? No, oh, you want me to go? Um. All right, so I said earlier, I think we stay in the – I think we keep the game in the 20s, but I do think they'll score just – I don't know. I just have that feeling they're going to score a few times on us. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 27-24. Okay. Okay. Close one. Liam, yeah, I mean, come on, buddy. 
2720. Yeah, I could see that happening too. So yeah. we'll see. We'll we'll all write it down and see how you come out next week. So he might be three and oh. Hmm. He might be three and oh. Yeah. Dude, if you I'll, I'll tell you what though, if your score is correct, I'll, I think we'll all be very happy. Yes. Oh yeah. I will be. Yeah. I'll be ecstatic. I mean, I'd love to see that in person. Grady that, gonna act a fool with that offensive lineman. Ain't not blocking Grady, man. Dude, that stadium will will be so pissed off. And if that they score three points, yeah. I mean, my God, they'll be at, they'll be asking for Drew Locke next week, the week after. If that's the case. Well, I'm sure we are due will. for a dominant performance. You probably have um, you probably have a lot of Seahawks fans around there, right? I would imagine. Oh yeah, there's a lot of Seahawks fans around here. Yeah, yeah. Seattle's uh, it's only about two and a half hours away, so it's not too far. Yeah, I kind of Trey. Like... You have to post how loud that stadium is. You just gotta do like a, that. You just gotta let us know how loud it was, because I heard it was like ridiculous. I'm prepared, man. I'm bringing earplugs. I'm, yeah, you I'm, gotta bring plugs. I'm prepared, man. So Trey. When you go into um, enemy territory, and then how I've been to the Dallas Cowboys State, okay, a few times, mm-hmm. I wear my Matt Ryan, I wear some. What do you wear when you in like enemy territory? When you the Rams game or sit, what are you wearing in like to stand out in enemy territory? I had a the throwback Pitts jersey. Ooh, okay. So it's just Love all it. black. Um, and then just some simple white shoes with just just some some red back tips. That's it. Okay. So yeah, love I it. love it. You know, have, have have to support my guy, man. Need 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 Pitts to get the ball, man. Need mm. need to let him know that the fans know it's not him. That we still mm. love him, like you know. Yeah, well, he yeah. said he said all the right things. I mean, he's being the he's being the good teammate, man. man. You love yeah. to see you love to see it, but at the same time, who was I think George Pickens came out today. <laughs> And, and they interviewed George, and George said, "Well, I'm open every time. I'm, I'm yeah. like, see, man. I'm like, that's a, what George is a second round, third round yep. pick. I'm like, Kyle, you pick fourth. You can talk like that too, man. Yep. Every once in a while, like that's so. just that's just George Pickens. That's that's just I, his I personality, George, man. Man, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's a yeah. It's fun watching him just throw DBs on their ass. Right off the- <laughs> I'm like, y'all all know this is coming at this point, man. How are you let, how are you letting him do this? Yep." Exactly. Yeah. Trey, I mean, uh, one rookie who you're impressed by is who? Falcon. Most impressed by? Most impressed by. This season. Um, Two games. Man, that's tough. I'm, I'll, I'll go ahead, even though he probably hasn't had a ton of ton of production, I'll say Troy Anderson. There you go. Um, and, and here's why. The block punt's great. Um. You know, just just to start off, uh, the guy, man, he just he looks like a freak out there. First of all, he's the dude stands out like he he he's able to cover the field like side like nothing. He really does look as advertised from the athlete standpoint. Um, And everybody wondered, you know, the mental aspect of the game. Well, how fast is he going to get on the field? You know, they're saying he's a project. He was really only a linebacker for, you know, um, two years inside for one year. We know how much DMPs does not like to play rookies. Troy Anderson taking snaps in game two on the defense, that's huge. That speaks volumes to me as to what DMP sees from this guy, what the staff thinks of this guy. That means that they're like really starting to feel like he's he's making the, you know, all all the right turns that they want to see. You know, he's figuring out the playbook well. Um, he had a couple of moments, you know, when he had, was out there taking reps that he'll need to learn from down on the goal line touchdown. Mm-hmm. 
he did kind of get washed out a little bit mm-hmm. of his of his whole of his gap responsibility um but you know you know you 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 live with those with the rookie like we talked about earlier you know you know those kinds of growing pains are going to happen um you know he's that that's that's a guy i think has made a lot of strides uh and i'm, I'm excited to see keep keep going yeah yeah man we, when we were at the preseason game the last preseason game um we were down close to the field too and like yeah he's a big ass dude and to, to, to be able to move the way he does and i mean he was on the field quite a bit and he's dude he his 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 ability to chase down a runner and his closing speed and all that that's all there and i mean i didn't expect a, i mean seeing how the rookies were used last year i almost expected him not to barely at all play this year and i, I had really no expectation like if he yeah. does he gets in there awesome but i would expect to see a lot more of him next year mm-hmm. um you know but I, yeah like Trey just said i mean if he's in there now i think he played something like 17 18 percent of the snaps last week which is substantial for like you said the dmp's defense and uh and using a rookie that way so i mean never know John, to tell you, man, I was, uh, I know everybody was hyped about Drake and everything, but that's when I saw footage on that dude, I, I, that's who I was hyped that we drafted, even though he was at like um, a later draft, I was super excited. I think he's already started. He got fans already. His like jersey starting to sell. Like we really hype on Troy Anderson. Yep. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's still the, obviously the best is to come on that one. I yeah. mean, he's yep. just, just getting started. So yeah, he could, yep. he could be special, man. Yeah. All right. If nothing else from the Seahawks, man, we'll go to in and out. Mike, you got anything else? You did. Uh, uh, no. The last thing I want to do before we do in and out, I have to ask just because it's out of your Falcon Mind podcast. You see this guy behind me, man. I just want to get your feelings on this on this young man behind <laughs> me, man. What do you think about him? Uh, his tenure here, him leaving, everything. I just have to ask. Um. Yeah, man, Matt's Matt's probably, you know, regardless of who my favorite player is and everything like that, Matt's probably like the most important Falcon in franchise history, I mm-hmm. think. Um, you know, you look at how he came in to the building, Petrino, you know, that whole scenario, everything like that. Uh, we, we had Byron Leftwich and Joey Harrington taking real snaps at quarterback for us um Dark roster, oh man every if you had told anybody back then like you know if pod if twitter podcasts were th- could you imagine tweeting out that the falcons are going to go 11 and 5 with rookie matt ryan and make the playoffs you've been laughed off this earth yep. dude yep. 80 percent of the people wanted uh glenn dorsey yeah yeah easily yeah everybody wanted glenn dorsey. there were a lot there were many articles written that said that you know matt ryan's cool but we really messed up we we missed the generational player this year we didn't get them and there were people that yeah yeah matt so, i think matt is great you know there's nothing i can be mad at him for for how things ended because you know he, yeah. he didn't make those decisions you know he he got out there and i'm i'm happy he went to at least um you know, he didn't go to the Brown or Browns or a, a Lions or, you know, he, he went to a franchise that has a little bit, I would say, more, you know, cachet than probably, mm-hmm. you know, what he's used to. And, you know, I, I'm I'm worried for him now, you know, because you know, I, I was reading a little bit because I try to, you know, like me and Mike and I talked about before, it's like. And when we had a discussion on, uh, on one of the shows prior, um, you know, people who there's there's the folks that are like, OK, he's not on our team anymore, so. I'm done with him. Mm-hmm. Like, don't care what happens. And that, that's fair. That's cool. Um, yeah. For us, I mean, like, he was such a, you know, we were huge fans of him. So it's like, 
you know, obviously if he's playing us, we want to win. I mean, I hope he gets sacked 30 times and we win the game, of course. Um, But if he's not playing us, I hope he does well because he's a good dude. He did so many great things here in Atlanta for the community. Still does. And he still does. So, Mm -hmm. like, I was one, I hope nothing but the best for the guy. And I was happy he went to what we thought was going to be a contender kind of, you know, with a great offensive line who's Mm -hmm. not showed up this, this year, maybe the best running back you know top three four running back in the league you know receiving core we knew was gonna be a little bit yeah and um so but man just reading some of the comments and reading a few articles it seems like man frank wright is is uh is there i mean they're not super happy with matt but they're really not happy with with the head coach um so i I don't know how long he's got to turn that i mean if i think they were all expecting i mean 11 and 5 we were winning division that was absolutely Yeah. yeah So I mean, we'll see. And like I said, I, I think they're going to be zero and three. I don't see that. I don't see them beating KC this week. But mm-hmm. I guess it's a, it's the NFL. It's the Stranger Things. But he did this. perform his little uh, usual. He was losing that first week, and he did his his normal thing. Matty, mm-hmm. he almost brought him back to win. Almost, but it was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, gotta love the dude. All right, so. In and I'm out. Go in and out, buddy. You Let's want me to go it. first? All right. So, Trey, in or out, man. This is, uh, if you've not, uh, you probably, I guess you probably heard, like, this has been a few episodes we've done right now. So, we just say a topic. It may be football, Falcons, or maybe not. At, just you're in or out. You can elaborate on it, or you can just be in or out, and that's it. So, Mike, you want to start? You want me to go, man? I'll start it off. Let's, Let's go, it. Trey. Okay. First one more on my in and out. Uh, man, okay. AJ Terrell has fell off. Four touchdowns in the first two weeks, you getting embarrassed when you go against legit talent. Has hey, AJ Terrell fell off? Can I add to that real quick? Yes, go ahead. Because uh, we should have, because I have this on one of mine, but it's it's worded a little bit differently. Oh, okay, okay. So it's, but it's, it's it should generate the same answer. Okay. So, or has he benefited from a lesser corner from him? Like like last year, he had, you know, a lesser corner for opposite him. So there was no reason to go toward. AJ, right? True. So good point. Did, did he benefit more from that last year? And now this year, with Casey Hayward opposite of him, is he going to prove to be a, just an average cornerback instead of the all pro that we saw last year? Tough one out the gate, Trey. What do you say? Uh, I'm going to say, man, I guess if I'm going off what I've seen right now, man, I don't know. John's made it tough. John, John's added piece there. That's good, right? That was genius, John. Actually, I can't have one foot in, one foot out. So I guess I have to. I have to say, if I got one foot in, then I'm in. Yeah. Um, and so I, I put over over on ATV. I caught some flack for this early um, after the first game because I, I said I put uh, AJ on Jag watch. I don't know if you know y'all familiar mm-hmm. with the firm Jag. So you know, just a guy. Right. So you know, like I love AJ. I know Michael Thomas. You know. This, that, the other great positioning, you know, you couldn't win one rep. You couldn't win one rep. <laughs> they, they're going to dot you up and go two for two for two touchdowns mm. in the fourth quarter. Picking on you specifically. You, they went, they looked right at you, you can, and they yes. said, we want, we want that matchup. Want, yep. And then, man, you can't fall asleep. No. And that's just what happened. He fell asleep. It was clear as day. He was peeking in the backfield for a little bit, a half second too long. The ball snapped. He had to overreact to the first step because he just wasn't ready. He bit on the inside jab and it was, it was over. Just, just beat right off the line like that. Um, 
Quarterback's like the second hardest position in ball, in my opinion, I think. No doubt. Because your mistakes are magnified. Yep. Um, unlike anybody else's. So, you know, when it when it comes crashing down, it comes crashing down hard. Um, and I really think one of the things is like what you said, John, I do think he benefited. Um, I don't think Monroe was as bad as everybody thought he was last he year. No. Um, but he still is, you know, I'd rather take a shot at Fabian Monroe over AJ Terrell, right? Like at the end of the day, Casey Hayward came down with the pick when they took a shot at him in the end zone. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good take, Trey. I love it, John. You know, and we—it's funny, man. You say that because we looked at the numbers of like when Moreau started getting just hammered last year at the end of the season. As far as like from the fans, we looked at it like overall its numbers, dude. It was not that bad. Like you considered with how much he was being targeted and what he did with it. I mean, it was okay. It was definitely serviceable for what, you know, to be opposite of AJ, no doubt about yeah. it. What made um, Monroe frustrating was just the penalties. That was really it. Like, and, you know, but his actual cornerback play for what he was getting paid, we were paying Monroe a million like one, dollars. One man. million. Yeah. You getting, you got your money's worth. Yeah. Yes. 100%. All right. John. So uh, I'm going to be, I want to believe that he's the guy we saw last year because I, I, what I love about him is he is not afraid of anything like he'll put his body he, he tackles and yeah. he will he will put his head down like and i've seen him do really well in coverage another thing on him coming out of college is well look what happened in the alabama game he got torched he did that's true look what's happened look what jamar chase has done since <laughs> exactly exactly so i mean like i didn't take that one like you know so you know it is what it is i mean i think you know he's gonna bounce back uh, but I will say this, he does have a, a hard road ahead of him with some of these number ones he's going to be going up against. So we'll find out. I mean, I think, I think we'll find out more about him this year than last year, just, just because of the talent around him is better. That's a good so, point. Oh, you in? Oh, you in? I'm all, yeah, I'm going to be positive. Yeah, I'll say, I, 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 yeah, I think he's going to be, yeah. He'll be, he'll be, I think right. he's going to be, let's just say, uh, yeah. All right. John is on the fence. Let me tell you. This is not in. I can tell. This sounds like out, John. I'm telling you, he's out. I can tell. He on the fence. My heart says yes, but my brain says no. But you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So we'll just go with that one. Yeah. Okay. Next next up, Mike. All right. I got another one for you guys. Okay. Um, are you in or out on that rule that um if a defensive lineman is running at the quarterback and he thinks that the quarterback is about to throw? He then jumps up with his two hands in the air. His hands have to land somewhere. His hands often hit the helmet of the quarterback. He's called for a penalty. Are you in or out on him protecting the quarterback to that degree? I'm out. Yeah, I, I don't. This football, dude. Like, if yeah. you guys, if you got slapped in the head, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Like, did that? What did that do to you? Nothing. Yeah. Like, like you said, I mean, that the fall on the quarterback, like. If, if, if it's if it's a bang bang play and the dude hits the quarter what do you expect him to do like and yeah. to this point in our in our uh existence we haven't figured out a way to defy physics uh, to that yeah. magnitude yet yeah so when a 250 plus pound dude can remove himself from the body horizontally in the air there will yeah. be an, i mean that, yeah, come on man give me a break no i'm out yeah. on that especially that one that one you just said though totally yeah, out. yeah. trey i'm out but I think they should look at it like how they look at roughing the kicker versus running into the kicker. You know, I don't think there should be a penalty if he comes down, he hits the QB's helmet, you know, whatever. If he comes down and let's say 
the, the swipe causes, you know, he hits the face mask and it causes the helmet to turn. You know, there's yeah, a little bit more, sure. you know. For sure. You can throw a flag for that, but like, I, I feel like it's pretty clear, you know, when you see a guy come down, he hits the helmet. What, like you said, what else can he do? So, yeah. They protect the QB pretty well now, man. You know, they got like you can't fall down on them a certain That's way. Ridiculous. You can't hit them below a certain line yeah. either. So, you know, I think the QB target is just, you know, neck to stomach at this point. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some hit, older, I guess, but it's, it's tough, man. Neck to stomach is a way you have to hit them dead center to not have a fin. It's ridiculous. Like, like John there's... said, it's, it's some things that are just physics, man. I, yeah. I, like, I can't, like, I'm not. Um, 11 from Stranger Things. That's, there's no way I can do so. Exactly. And, and everybody's only getting faster. Nobody's getting yeah. slow. Yeah, right. It's like, you know, right. it's the speed of the game. Momentum. Has changed. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's some old school DNs that would be suspended like for half the season. And if they play oh, the game, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Wouldn't even be close. Well, All right. All right. Go. I got another one for you guys. Um, there are uh, some players mm-hmm. that I see in like um, other sports that just stature alone. I'd be like, he could probably play fucking football. Like um, two of them are uh, Bron James and this dude. Uh, I I'm gonna screw his name up. His name uh, Judd um, Aaron that plays Aaron for like Judge. Yeah. Aaron uh, Judge. Me, okay, Judd. Do, if do you think are you in or out that these two dudes could play like tight end or or I don't know in the NFL if they wanted to? I'm out. Uh, yeah, I'm Ooh, out. he said he didn't even think about it. Hold on, Trey. Why you say that so fast? Um, LeBron James at tight end, buddy. LeBron doesn't want to get hit, man. Mm. Not at the NFL level. Mm. Yeah, everybody remembers playing and playing in their high school football days, right? Every every you talk to a lot of guys that think, oh man, I could have gone. Even some of the best athletes that you knew played another sport, you still knew they couldn't cut it, cut it in football in the NFL. No, and I, 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 you know, and I say no to Aaron Judge just because I know he's injury prone, um, or not super injury prone, but you know he gets hurt a lot already, um, without you know making contact. Contact with, and he they gotta p- hit people their size like that. I don't yeah. think they That's think true. about that. They're used to thinking like, no, That's no, no, true. I'm, I'm this guy. Like, man, you haven't had you know Miles Garrett across from yeah. you before, and now they're allowed to hit you like you know you can hit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that is that's he didn't even think about it john so you yeah. no i'm out too yeah i mean I, I if of the two i think lebron probably would have been the closest to being able to do it just because of his, mm-hmm. his athletic ability alone mm-hmm. uh judge i don't even know if he played i'm sure he played other sports but i mean yeah. baseball is a whole other thing to itself man like it's there's i mean there's some athletes that play baseball that that's that's it i mean like you know, like there's and it's not 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 a knock on that because i mean hitting the baseball is one yeah no one I hardest think thing to do in sports athletes as well yeah. right it's just yeah different this is different yeah yeah not absolutely. nfl though exactly no i got you okay mm-hmm. how about that i got another one okay i feel like we, like we all have gotten really a taste for these exquisite foods and these fancy foods what about the old classic? Are we in or out on peanut butter jelly? I never heard no. The last time I heard somebody say I made me a PB and J, I was like years ago. Are we in or out on peanut butter and jelly? In, in, in all the way. We in? Okay, hundred percent. Oh yeah, I had one like three days ago. I was gonna say I was oh, like okay. I still make PB and Js. Johnny Yates, I love it. Okay, we in on no. PB and J. I'm the same way. Crunchy peanut okay. butter or smooth? Uh, smooth. crunchy smooth for me 
I like the crunchy shit. I dig, yeah. I dig, I dig the crunchy. I'm, I'm down. I with dig it. the crunchy. Yeah. Here's a good one that I got from Trey. It's gonna, it's it, it, it's gonna jog his memory. Sometimes you go and you grab a poke bowl, and for some reason, a hundred percent of the time, they they put it in, but then you get a full poke bowl, and it's damn near impossible. You, you just gotta start eating it, and then stir it, and eat a little bit more, and then stir. Should they be making pre-mixed bowls at this point? Why are we not? Are you in or out on pre-mixed bowls? I'm in. I, I think it's it's not hard to me if you just go ahead and like put the ingredients in together and mix them up like you know 100% of the people are going to do, rather than trying to eat each individual ingredient by themselves. Like nobody does that. Like that, what, what, are you, what are you doing to us here? I I don't know, Trey. Well, you already know I'm in. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Here's what makes it more frustrating when you got the poke bowl, right? You're eating with chopsticks. So now I got to rebuild this whole bowl <laughs> each time with a pair of chopsticks. Yep. Got to kind of make sure I get a little bit of edamame and, oh man, the rice just fell out. Hold mm-hmm. on, let me get it. And then if I'm mixing it, I'm making a mess. There's not, I, I yep. do my best, man. I set up my hands, everything, make sure. Not, and I'll look over and there's like three leaves, five leaves all outside on the table. <laughs> I go to pick those up somehow. When I pick those up, a bunch of beans and everything else fell out on the yeah. other side. So we, man, we, we I started the asking for man. two bowls. I just stick it in the other bowl. I just, I do it myself. I put it in a, in a way bigger bowl. The last one I have. You work with two of the goats of the game, my man Savion and my man Fleet. Are you in or out that Savy and Fleet are two goats of this game? That two, <laughs> two amazing goats of this. Are you in or out? I'm in on that because those are my guys. What man, do you, you say? You know I'm in, man. Those, those are my guys. Feel super lucky to be able to work with them. Uh, we've we've had a blast now making our making our pods together and everything else like that. They are like you said, man. They're two goats for sure. Two goats. Um, yeah, man, and they're, they're, <laughs> they're great guys in the Falcon space, man. Yeah. Uh, both both bring their own unique takes. Uh, man, Fleek's always Fleek's always got the energy, man. He's always excited, and and Savion's always there too, man. He's he's got it down. I think he was the first person that called out this season. All, all the Jameis hype. I remember in the Saints pregame show that, that we did with a couple of Saints fans, Savion was telling everybody, don't believe the Jameis hype. He ain't, he ain't mm-hmm. ready yet. He was right for three and a half quarters. But mm-hmm. you know what? I think that uh, I think that he's going to be right all the way for this season. I think that, you know, we're, we're going to have an interesting year. And I don't, I don't think Jameis is back. Me neither. No, we said the same thing. Yeah, Savion actually helped me co-host one week that Mike was out. Mm-hmm. And he, he said the same thing that week. He was like, no, nah, man, he's – He's, he's he's done and he, he's a Florida State guy so I mean uh, you yeah know, he's, he's got, I mean you know no reason to to dis, dis- a dude if unless you just really don't believe it you know but yeah. I mean three picks last week Devin White knew it was gonna happen yep yep, yep. <laughs> John right. are you in or out oh of course I'm in yeah. of course, I'm in. <laughs> of course well, buddy yeah they're great dudes man come on our show fantastic. like you like Trey said fantastic takes man and yeah, yeah. Just overall great folks man yeah gotta be in <laughs> I got all right. so that was all, all right. I had, John. Your all right. I, got, I got a couple. Then we'll uh, we'll close it out. Um, all right, Pitts will still surpass a thousand receiving yards this season. I'm in. He'd have to average sixty four yards a game, just so y'all know. Uh, average. Yeah, I'm in. Because the pressure will build on them to get him the ball. I think they will find a way to get him the ball. He's too talented to not 
to, I mean, two receptions for 19 yards twice is unacceptable. And I think um, Arthur Blank will tell him that. Mm-hmm. Trey? I'm going to say out. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he's going to have to cover some ground. And I, I, as much as I believe Arthur will maybe in, increase the amount of looks Pitts gets, I, I don't know if we'll have the quarterback to follow through. Um, mm. and be able to deliver because if Pitts isn't the first read, Mariota's not going through his progressions on every play. That's and that just that just, you know, the, the longer he's in, I feel like you know, the, the you know, the less likely it is of him getting a thousand yards. Yeah. Damn. John. Yeah, I'm out, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the, the, but, but two reasons. Uh one is last year it was him and CP. I mean, that that was the only two guys. That's and, true. and you had Matt throwing the ball, to be honest. And Matt, we yeah. Matt, for for all you know, whatever he you can say about Matt, like he's pretty accurate with the ball for the most part. So, mm-hmm. and he, he, but anyway, that's he's going to get his yards last year. This year, we, he's got more around him. We've got more. We've got others. We've got Drake. We've got Oz. We've got Brian Edwards and Parker Hesse. <laughs> whoever else you want to name, but I mean, he's not. I don't think that. And Mariota. So I, I don't know that he's going to see with those other guys. I think, like I said, Drake. I think will have a hell of a year. Um, but he may like be in that 700, 800 range for me. Um, Point. You know? And, but I, you know, if that, what I'm, you know what, no, I'm fine with that if we can get his ass in the end zone more. Yep. Okay. Yep. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be totally fine with that. All right. Okay. Um, Mariota will play at least eight games. God, I hope not. So I'm, uh, oh, ugh, no, out. No, because I'm going to tell you, if he don't get pulled because he sucks, um, he'll get injured. He don't know how to slide. Good possibility. Yeah. Trey? Uh, let's see. We got the Seahawks and the Browns and the Bucks and the Niners and the Bengals. I think that would be eight, right? Or That's eight, yeah. Yeah, Bengals. So does he play? Does he get in at the 49ers or the Bengals? Hmm. We have to be at rid of time. I'm gonna say out because I I don't believe that Marcus is suddenly gonna transform and be a different guy. Um, so I think he'll lose his job on his own merit, kind of. You know, we'll see maybe some more of these kind of mistakes. Uh, not every game, but still, where you know maybe he loses a couple of more games uh, after the Seahawks game, hopefully, and you know, or like Mike said, you know, he he is known to get injured, but I. I'm going to have to say, yeah, out. Man, that's tough. I could see the yeah, last see? I could see the last start being the Bengals game and then he actually plays the very next week against the Panthers. Yeah. You almost mm-hmm. would rather play him against the Panthers, I feel at like. Home, right. But at the same time, Cincinnati isn't. Yeah. True. Their defense yeah. isn't, you know, isn't what makes them scary, it's their offense, so who knows. And Ritter going back to Cincinnati for his yeah. first start? Yeah. I would love it. Love that. You know he's not going to be uncomfortable playing there. So no, nope. nope. they'd probably be half Bearcat fans in there too. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? We would probably travel pretty well for that game. There would at least be a lot of Ritter fans. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm out. And I think kind of the same reason uh, the trade just said. I mean, that I, I think he'll probably lose it himself. Um, and I don't I don't want to read too much into it, but like when when they when the press asked Arthur Smith about like yesterday, they asked him about Mariota, his progression. What what do they feel about him in the first two games? It's really quick. 
It's like, I think his improvement, but you know, as a team, we've got to get better. And he goes on to something else yeah. completely. Like it's mm -hmm. not like he didn't spend time defending him or anything else. It's just mm -hmm. like a sentence. And then it's on to like, the team's got to be better and we got to do this better and that better. It's not all on Marcus, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know that there's a ton of confidence there. Um, I, and he, he, you know, I know they're in the building with him when they see the film and everything, but dude, you, you see, you got eyes, man. You can kind of see what's going on here. Right. I mean, like you're the yeah. head coach, but you know, you know. All right. I had a high school, I was in high school and I cheated on my girl like a, a hundred times. And every time she would bring it up, I would do that. I would say, man, we, we talking about the past, man. Let's focus on the future and what we could build together and the positive things and then, you know, where we can go. Like that's, I'm telling you, I know that tactic. I'm, he, he'll be on the bench. Trust me. Next. Perfect. Great analogy there. Um, yep. Hope she's not listening. Um, it right. doesn't matter now. You're, you're, yeah, happy, you're, now. you're happily, uh, yeah, you're fine. Day. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. And there's a reason I'm asking this because uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Deion Sanders is the greatest defensive player of all time. I'll give you one. In my opinion, he's the greatest football player of all time. I've never seen um, Jerry. Uh, I think they ranked him and Jerry Rice won. And I don't don't know how you put Jerry Rice in front of Deion Sanders. Um, there was times that Jerry was not dominant. There was no time that Dion was not dominant. I've never seen a player take away half of the field where it's just, I'm not like, I'm not throwing over there. He since he checking you, I'm not throwing it to you. The best player on your team is void. Yeah. Well, I've never seen that in sports where it's just, since he's on you, I'm not, I'm not throwing it to you. To me, he's the greatest football player of all time. So it goes beyond defensive. Sorry. I'm gonna say out. Uh, love love mm. Dion. I love Dion. Uh, I think he's think he's one of the best. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say out out for me. It, it, the NFL.com had a top ten list and uh, of defensive play. And, and this is also sub subjective, of course. It's yeah. this guy's mm -hmm. opinion or whatever, whoever's opinion. But they ranked him number one. And uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said, Mike. I mean, don't, yeah. the, the only the only diss I'd say on him is he didn't love to tackle folks, and we knew that. Oh, I mean, like, he wasn't a huge – about getting his head in there. Um, I mean, he had 19 return touchdowns. It was yeah. – stood forever until Devin Hester, I think, tied yeah. it. Um, they had uh, number two, Ed Reed, which that's – Ed Reed might be, like, for me, like, if, I, if I'm if i not picking Dion, Ed Reed is yeah. about as good as it gets. Um, he and he then, was um, – is uh, young uh, Lawrence Taylor on there? Yeah, he's well, surprisingly he's number ten uh, so, out of the wow. top ten. Yeah, so he, I'll, I'll, read the list. I'm right, so not his I'll, list. I'll start at ten. So they got Lawrence Taylor ten, Reggie White nine. Yes, Bob Lilly, who was around before any of us. Oh, were. this list is invalidated. Yeah. Bob, <laughs> if you have Bob Lilly over Reggie White, that's I know. Yeah, Ronnie Ronnie Lott seven, uh, Deacon Jones six. I have no problem with these except for so far the Bob Lilly one. Yeah. Uh, Dick Buck is five. Yes. Mean Joe Green, uh, number four. Yes. Rod Woodson, three. And then, of course, Ed Reed and Dion. I, I think you're missing Ray Lewis in that list. And Troy Palomalu. Uh, Troy Palomalu was, was awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this like is it, you know, I mean, you're splitting hairs yeah. with some of these guys. Uh, mm -hmm. But I mean, and you know, you, you got to take into account the position. But yeah, I mean, defensive end wise, Lawrence Taylor was the most dominant guy I'd ever seen. Yes. I mean, Lawrence I mean, Taylor that, was he was approaching. He got me. number 10. I, yeah, yeah. So. He was breaking legs. Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. A couple more. Um, let's see. 
DQ will get another head coaching job in the NFL? No, God, no. Um, a great person, but um, no, he's not. No, sorry. And I love him, but no. Sorry. He will. The media loves him. The, the league loves him. He's got the kind of personality that uh, teams like to market in terms of using for their for their football team. So he's, mm -hmm. he's I personally don't don't think, you know, I'd be I would want to hire him. You know, I think he is kind of I think you saw Good him man. peak and I think he is what he is. And um, the guy's great if he gets, you know, insane talent. But if he doesn't have insane talent, you know, what are you what are you going to do? And that's usually why you hire a coach, because you don't have the talent to win. So. So this is the first one. I'm in. You don't have I would to be ask out. John. So this is the first one where we don't have to ask. We can skip right over John and go. John is going to say out. No, I would I would say out for me. Yeah, personally, yeah. Um, but no, I don't think you I don't doubt that some team might, but to okay. me, man, he fits like the college mold better to me. Uh, I would love back, to he should go to college. college. He would yeah. be successful. Uh, he, like the Florida's gonna have an opening, I think, here pretty soon. Yeah, and that's and where he started his coaching. Exactly. Well, not technically, but that was where he right. had a lot of his growth at. But mm -hmm. and I mean, you know, the 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 slogans and the you know the t-shirts and all that stuff. That I mean, that works a lot better at the college level than it does in the NFL. So. Um, we yeah, had I don't so think... many hashtags under the Quinny. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> Quinning. Another oh, thing, man. another thing that works when you're winning, but when in you're brotherhood. Not... Yeah, the brotherhood. Yep. In yeah, in brotherhood. Dude, I can't tell you, man, how many times we were uh, doing. I, I, you know, we're, when you know, before he was fired, like those those quotes after the games. I'm like, dude, just stop, man. So just bad. just like Practice just shut the hell up. I mean, yeah. just we're, we're done, man. Like, don't no. Um, and last. Fortnite. If you guys play game video games, are y'all in or out on Fortnite? I have. I'm gonna say, uh, me personally, I don't even play. I don't play games at all, so I'm out. But my nephew is uh, at this moment. He's ten. His parents have on school nights have been in bed asleep, and they've gotten up several times that this boy has pretended to go to sleep and woke up and been playing at 3, 4 a.m. in the morning, been tired of school the next day. That has to be an amazing game. I'm not being funny. The way people play it, it has to be awesome. I've never played. I couldn't tell you. I'm out, but I have to say in because everybody, it's like the greatest game, you know, ever to people. So I, I would say it's probably an amazing experience. Trey? Um, um, I'm out. Uh, I actually played Fortnite. I played the first the first four seasons uh, when, when it first came out. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, like Mike said, it, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, but, you know, since, since then, just just moved on to other games. Uh, not not as interested in it anymore. But but there is some there is something about it, man. I know the kids can't break away from it. They, so, they, they, they can't. They can't. There's something good about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now Liam, it's one of definitely the ones he plays a lot. And he had like at first I was like, dude, that's so like no, dude. Like I, I we grew up like not grew up, but like like I was playing Call of Duty back in the early two thousands, like when it first came out. So that was all yeah. I was used to. And then all of a sudden he's like, dude, just play it with me one time. I'm like, all right, fine. So I started playing and like people start building shit. I'm like, what is going on? Like, what, man, what it's how? crazy. You watch those kids, man. <laughs> like this it's build a whole so tower, fast. I'm like, dude, I'm just, I just want to shoot people. Like, why can I? Why do I have to build these walls? And it like, takes real skill, stuff. man. Dude, yeah. like, he he's amazing, man. Like, I'll he'll we'll play duos together, you know. And like, he knows my like my like I'll, I'll play with him. And I'll do a few single games on my solo games by myself. 
but like he knows my methods like i'm gonna find a bush to hide in with a sniper <laughs> rifle he, he just straps you on his back like yoda huh he's just he's just carrying Dude. you through throughout that he'll, he'll i'm like I, I, our classic one is he'll run into like a battle and i'm just sitting there like picking him off while he's like distracting everybody like it's, it's great like building, building oh yeah and then, then if he gets if he gets killed like i'm like here's my controller dude like you <laughs> go ahead and finish this out because like, where'd this, this guy come from yeah <laughs> That's exactly right. Man. His, his level is so much higher than mine. Like, you know, like he'll be like at a 200 level and mine's like 11, you know? So like, don't get in there. So like, oh, if we're in his lobbies, we're getting all these like ridiculous sweat type players, you yeah. know? And so I'm like, dude, I don't stand a chance because these guys, you know? So, and then, yeah. So it's, I'm in just because it's fun to play with him and, you know, yeah. he, he doesn't get on to me too bad. If he does, I'll just put him mad and whoop his ass and then he gets, and he's fine. Mm. So. And he's, now he's, that I will say is the coolest thing to me um, that like the coolest shit on earth, I would say top three is like a dad that can play Madden with his son. To me, I don't see that. I mean, that is some of the, that has to be top three in life. If you can play Madden with your son and he know what he's doing, the way it's competitive and he'll, he'll get better and better. That is classic. Cause it don't matter if you like, a 70 and he's like 40 like it, you can still <laughs> battle it man so that's just awesome i think that is one of the coolest things on earth yeah he hasn't beat, he hasn't beaten me yet he um oh. his, i think i think it's going to be a while yes yeah, yeah. oh, all right yeah yeah because he, he he he's not here to defend himself so uh, i mean i can't say much, i was, but, I was just about to say that yeah. he might listen to the show and be like dad you asshole but he <laughs> he you know he he's still caught up in like if he gets behind, man, he's passing. Like he's too predictable yeah. right now. Like he he's yeah. not, you know, he doesn't understand the defenses as well. So like yeah. some of the stuff he's calling, like I can just easily. Yeah. And, and look, man, I'm not gonna hold back. I'm sorry. Like that's picking you I, apart right now, Liam. I hope you do listen to this. If I get up 49-7, like I might back off a little bit, yeah. but like for the most part, because like I said, he gives me shit on Fortnite. So like if he's gonna say yeah, like yeah, yell at yeah. me, like, it's fair. Dude, yeah, that's I mean, right it is yeah, yeah like i don't want like the last time we played he didn't even say anything like that's how i know he's pissed like he won't he'll stop talking <laughs> and then like so and then i'm like and i'm like dude you all right and he won't even say anything I'm like, just turn the game off no i want to finish it all right fine and then at the end he'll put on the controller and leave the room i'm like mm-hmm. yeah and then then he'll have to come back later and he's, man. yeah that's good that's good Liam, buddy we love you man yeah so anyway all right guys time we'll, will come buddy don't worry yeah uh-huh. we uh, one day for don't sure. you yeah. worry yeah, and there's no doubt about it. One day he's going to get man, arthritis in them hands, Liam. Yep. He won't be able to hit that, hit that X down, button. Man. Then you could go away with it. Uh, that was great. Well, man, we'll, we'll close it out. Trey, uh, other than if you're watching on YouTube, you can see. But, man, tell the folks where they can uh, find you that are listening on the uh, podcast. Yeah, man, y'all can find me on, on Twitter, uh, at Trey Sean, uh, T-R-E with the three S-H-O-N. Um, and then you can also find us at uh, Falcons uh, underscore ATB, uh, part of the ATB network, working with, uh, like Mike and John inter- uh, mentioned earlier, a couple of goats with Fleek and Savion. We also got our boy Hunter as well. So, you know, come check us out. Uh, really appreciate you guys letting me be on here. I knew we were going to have a great show, man, and it was, it was a great time. Thank okay, you, man. love hey. having you, Trey. I mean, yeah. And you know he's important. He got two names. I mean, we had to have him. <laughs> It's, it's it was a blast buddy it was a blast we gotta have you back home absolutely yeah and uh yeah and i'm glad you mentioned hunter we're going to get hunter on at some point too um yeah. i reached out with him dude puts out some great content has uh yeah. he does some of the all 22 studies and puts out some good stuff on twitter yeah. so if y'all aren't 
make sure you follow all those guys. And definitely the show this week was great. If you want to watch the show about the, I mean, y'all kind of covered a little bit of everything. I mean, about the Rams and going into the Seahawks. So, you know, when, it was, that was awesome. So yeah, man, thanks for having us. Or thanks for being on the show. Yeah, man. And, um, and then we will, uh, we'll Mike, uh, late game. So we'll probably be on Monday, man. We'll probably do Monday, Monday, Monday oh. recap. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna watch the game. Like I said, depending on how Sunday goes on the baseball field, I'm watch the game late, late on, uh, on Sunday. So I'll be off Twitter. Like I said, Mike, you can go. Ahead, I will man. be live tweeting y'all's right. answers. 21 to three. So there you go. Yeah. So I hope you're right. And then, uh, yeah, right too. yeah, man. And so you can, you can follow us out of your effing mind on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. We can do a little bit there out of your Falcon mind. And, uh, you can email us atlfalconfancast at gmail.com. Like Jason did again, man, we appreciate that email, dude. That uh, means a lot to us. And uh, like I said, hope this episode and you like this one. And uh, like I said, we're gonna keep doing more. We now that we're part of the, the variety sports network, we're going to be doing a lot more live streams um, and get that going probably on the recap shows um, and just, you know, start doing some cool stuff with it. So looking forward to it. Uh, Jason, I appreciate you again, man. That was awesome, the email, buddy. So we really appreciate you, and we're glad that we can make your day because y'all damn sure make ours. Uh, and Trey got a really important job, man. He going into the 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 what you call it, like the the twelve he, man the lion or some or like yeah, the mouth the lions the, den. Yeah, yeah. he going to the lions den. Bias, man. He going gonna represent in that madhouse that is Seattle. So come on, Trey, you gotta represent, and good luck, buddy. Yep, absolutely. Appreciate it. Yep, Mark. You have to be out of your falcon mind to do some shit like that. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you, buddy. (laughs) All right, man. Well, we will catch you all Sunday and uh, let's get a Falcons win. Let's get one and two and uh, then get get the Browns after that and see what happens. Yeah, that's right. Out of your falcon mind. Peace.